Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. He's a household name playing Damien in Fair City for 23 years but now we can see him like never before as the outrageous Dame Polly in the Olympia Panto. Once Upon a Panto it's called. It's been streamed online since Jan- uh, since December in homes all around the world and due to popular demand it's going to be extended to this coming Sunday and I can think of nothing better than switching away from news, gathering the family around with some goodies and having a laugh at this. We all need some escapism. Joining me now to tell us more is is McLean Burke, who stars as Polly in The Panto. How are you doing, McLean? Hi, Sinead. How's it going, you all? Oh, listen, I, I'm great. And I think this Panto is much needed escapism. You know, we, we, we oh, what a week we've, we've had already. It's only January yeah. 8th. We need this show. We really do. Yeah, between, uh, you know, Trump and COVID, it's been a very interesting week, let's be honest. But uh, yeah, it's definitely a nice time to gather, gather around the television you know, get that fire burning and enjoy some fun, family fun, you know. Absolutely, because the panto, it's just, you know, it's a, a staple around this time of the year. You know, it wouldn't be kind of New Year and Christmas without the panto. But this is... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is a bit of a departure for you. Tell me about your character, Polly. She's quite outrageous, isn't she? Yeah, well, Polly is uh, is is, a, is the panto dame, but she's, you know, she like, you know, you've seen, I don't know whether you know or not, but I'm like not the smallest fellow in the world. <laughs> And uh, when I pour myself into a dress, it's quite interesting. And the results, um, I don't know how it happens, but Polly is like a very strange transformation. Uh, and, and, and let me say, like, this is not, Polly is a man in a dress. Yes. You know I mean? And just everyone's afraid to tell the man in the dress that, listen, everyone knows you're a man in a dress. You know that, don't you? Because they'll get a box. You know, uh, Polly is a mad joke. I love this and I believe you shed the pounds as well rehearsing for this role you know oh, most of us were putting on the Covid stone and yeah, you were no, losing it's it It's brilliant that's, that's what I don't like I get I get new summer, summer bodies for in December you know uh, <laughs> and early November it's great like because it, it's it's just such a like the, the work schedule is just mental when you're on panto and even in the rehearsal period it's just you know it's full on you're trying to give it everything that you're going to give it in the, to a live audience and you know and it's good for the lads that you're bouncing off so literally you shed the pounds they fly off you now not so much this year because we didn't have 40 odd shows to do or mm. 50 odd shows to do we, you know we, we we went out and we recorded us and so that was nice I did put on a few little turkey pounds but they're they're heading off in the right direction now, you know. They're heading off in the right direction. Absolutely brilliant. And you know, it is, it's so hard to keep that motivation going with weight loss. Yeah. It really is. Oh, so fair play to you. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely, now, yeah. It's, it's something that I struggle with anyway, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm here with you as well. Now, would you have been a big lover of the panto growing up? Like, I remember being brought to quite a few as a child. You know, it's a great way as well to introduce kids to theatre, isn't it? Yeah, no, I mean, I, to be honest, I saw them all and I was probably in loads of them growing up because like, like any young actor, you know, I was in all the drama schools and all the different classes and we were always doing something. And funny, the panto was always later, you know, with, with drama schools, with, with, you know, theatre groups around mm. around Ireland. It was always in January, February, March, like you put on a panto because you could finally get people around and into the terms like... And, like, we did everything from Babes in the Woods to The King and I down to, like, you know, Cinderella, Robin Hood, you name it, like, we did it. So I had a love from, for, from a really early age, and I, lo- and I loved the mentalness of us. I yeah. loved the classic <laughs> zany, like, anything goes. Like, there's, you know, too much is never enough um, with Panto. It's great. Oh, yeah, you can go all out. You really can. Oh, you just, like, just go for it. Like, there's no pullback on it, you know. Uh, now you might mentioned there just about your early life, and you spoke out recently about uh, how you got into acting. And I think, like like an awful lot of people, you know, you've found school and particularly school life difficult. You had to deal with schoolyard yeah. bullies, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, it was it was a mad one. Uh, like it was difficult growing up. Um, you know, you, you it comes on my name there when we were when we were just speaking. Yeah, you've, it's the coolest there. name ever. That's why. <laughs> yeah, but I, I can guarantee like it's. it's really wasn't cool when I was a young lad in the 80s going to an Irish school like uh, there was like it was Nicolene Muck and the Big Mac and Fries and McLean's Toothpaste and it just never stopped <laughs> like, and as a kid you know these things they just get in underneath you and I think uh, like I was a real lanky young fella like I looked a lot older than I actually was mm. when I was in school that brought me well and then so I People often say, like, do you miss, like, school days? I miss some school days. Now, no. secondary was a different matter. I yeah. Kind of, I realised that I'm quite big and then I was good at sports and I was grand, like, you know what I mean? But in junior school, it was just primary as a was a hellhole. You know? Well, you know, from somebody that was also mocked about their name, I used to be called Brazzle Brush. <laughs> for my name so I he's laughing at me I'm with you right there <laughs> McLean I'm with you right there so this is you know and my mother I used to say ma'am they're all calling me Brazzle Brush and she used to say you should just say back to them as clever as a fox and I was going that is not a comeback That's like not at a all comeback. no no but you could have gave them a dig and said boom boom you know what I mean Something oh like yeah 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 well yeah, no I, no that would have been a better comeback but uh, you know oh, you did your, your parents very much encouraged you to gain the confidence and go into acting yeah. and this is where it yeah, all kind like, of started that's it I mean I was dragged kicking and screaming to a drama class I did not want to go my wow. thing was, was always I wanted to be a chef I wanted to cook and um, and I, they brought me down there for, for confidence and I mean genuinely I was brought by the school for the neck down I didn't <laughs> want I remember balling all the way through the first class and they were like nah I'm not doing this I don't want to be here and then all of a sudden something clicked and it clicked really quickly with me. Wow. Because I, I always kind of lived inside my own head anyway and, and like was very imaginative and all that kind of stuff. And once I realised that, that, oh, oh, you can just, ah, okay, so this, you can just ad-lib this. Oh, brilliant. And that was my improvisation was my, like, that's my go-to and I love, you know, it was something I fell in love with. And it just, it just connected with me and, and, and that was it. And like, very quickly it moved on to like, you know, professional gigs and, and working away and it was all just, 
It was great. I loved it. You know, it was really yeah. And you, 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 absolutely, you were thrown into you know absolute classics mm. of of Irish cinema. I, I mean, yeah, it's mental. Yeah, yeah. Mental. you, you, you first one of your first acting roles was opposite uh, Daniel Day Lewis, which Day is Lewis, pretty yeah, cool. That was my first gig. Like, and when you like, I mean, I didn't even realize it at the time. You know, it was just like a young fella and yeah, whatever. And, it was just the maddest, you know, it was, uh, that was in, in the name of the father and mm. I think I was 12 and like, I went from like, you know, just being a, this young lad down in Greystones running around jumping out of the water and then next minute I'm over in Liverpool for four weeks on this gig, uh, you know, and I'm sitting on the steps of Liverpool uh, City Hall having a conversation with this guy from Northern Ireland whose name is Daniel Day-Lewis and we're having a chat and I, to this day, I still can't tell whether he was answering for Daniel Day-Lewis or whether he was asking for, for Jerry Conlon uh, because he, <laughs> like, it was just the most surreal conversation, you know. Yeah, he's, um, he gets so immersed. He's very method acting, yeah, isn't yeah, he? No, he was full on. I, I remember even I, I caught up with him one day where I was, I was in a sports shop and he was in getting a pair of trainers or something like that. Well. Now, I didn't go over to him that day and he was shopping away and he was still in character. He was still, you know, he was still, still going on like Conan, like, you know. Wow. Was just, yeah, he was in it. Like, and this is in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, like, in the shop in, in Liverpool, you know. Fair play to him. And look, that's, that's just, that's his game. That's his, that's his game. And, you know, I know he's obviously, he's, he's retired. Well, he says he's retired anyway at this stage yeah. from the industry, but it'd be yeah. great to see him coming back. But back ah, to yourself, yes, because, maybe. You know, you've played Damien in Fair City for, you know, 23 yeah. years now. You've enjoyed some really great storylines, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and it's been extremely challenging. Tell me how everything has gone on uh, yeah. since COVID. Like, how have you guys worked around all the restrictions uh, and everything? It's been mental now, yeah, it has. I mean, the first the first lockdown, we were out for six months, more or less. There was questions whether it was going to come back. Did we have facilities? You know, we were mm. able to manage to bring it back in safety. Um, and thankfully, they got to a point where they 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 put they put the systems in place, and we went back. And like at first, we were going, Gee, man, this is madness!" Like you know, you could, yeah, we were getting our, our clothes, our vacuum packs, and our you know all our all our, our characters changes. Uh, no, like the distancing thing was a very strange way. And then slowly, it just like there was a learning curve for everyone, down from the writers up, like to to the guys in lighting right across, you know. Um, that things had changed and we mm. had to figure out a way of doing it. A bit like the Panto there as well. Like yeah. figuring out a new way of doing things. And thankfully they did. At the time we were going but actually what they did is they put some they put systems in place for worst case scenario. Mm. And even in worst case scenario they can still keep the show on the road and that was that was the benefit of it. Um and in hindsight it was a great move by them. And plus we're now testing every week. So each week okay. we in, uh, on the Monday we're we're testing. So you know, that's the other way of keeping us, I guess, COVID-free. But I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I, I'd ask you as well. I mean, are we going to be able to keep things COVID-free or is it inevitable that everyone's going to get it at some point? I don't know anymore. Yeah, I know. It's, and it, just, you, you have you know. to kind of just, you know, take take it as it comes. But, I, well, you know, one of the yeah. things that I've so, so admired about the industry is, you know, how it's adapted, how it's come up with extremely creative yeah. ways to ensure the work is getting out there and that artists like yourself are working. And one of the yeah. ways we can do this is by supporting you through tickets for this panto. So tell me, it's called Once Upon a Panto. It's been streamed till Sunday and this has got all different aspects of the panto in the show, isn't it? Yeah, it's got it's got everything. It's like Once Upon a Panto. It's basically Ollie and Polly. I'm Polly and Ryan Andrews is Ollie. And we go around to all the pantos and save all the pantos. <laughs> 
so there's not just one trick in this show. There's every trick in the book. You know, usually with a panty zone, there's one scene where it's like, oh my God, that was mind blowing. There's about seven of them, seven, eight, nine, ten scenes in this way. You just go, how did they do that? <laughs> and the thing that's different to it as well, it's all shot live. So we're doing all of these scenes, all this madness is happening in the live theater. And you're going, how did they do that? And really, and it's not just companies speak by me, like, there are some phenomenal pieces of theatre in this. It's, it's really special. And, like, um, it was supposed to get a cinema release. You couldn't get it rated because the lads at the, the ratings board had closed. Oh, okay. And we couldn't get a rated. So it's really special. And, like, there are moments in this where you go, that's full Disney. Like, you know, they are actually... And we're talking to the lads. I said, if you get 60% of what you're reaching for here, it's cost me amazing. And it is. It's really, really... Like, it's something I'm really proud of, you know? Like, oh, that's, that's fantastic. Lot, you know? Yeah, it really... And it's been streamed everywhere, which is absolutely fantastic. It's been streamed all around the world. Mental. Like, I mean, it's, I think it's at 40, 50,000, like, streams at this stage. Oh, that's it's brilliant. Really, really and, uh, and, and until this Sunday, so people, last chance, uh, olympiapanto.ie yeah, yeah. is where you go for your, for your tickets and everything else. Um, now, just for a bit of fun, because it's Friday and we're in lockdown and all that sort of stuff, McLean, would you be up for this? Sinead asks celebrities silly questions. Yeah, listen, go on. Okay, let's, let's go for off. Okay, we have music and everything. It's all very exciting. Oh, <laughs> okay, tell me, what's in your pockets right now? Um, a pen knife and tissue. <laughs> a pen knife? What's going yeah, on there now? Things, you know, for uh, just for messing around with tools, you know. Okay, okay. It's not a machete, like, I'm not going around killing <laughs> people. Uh, last person you texted... Uh, probably some fella at a car because I need to get a car today. Ah, okay. Uh, pineapple on a pizza, yes or no? Pineapple, yes. Oh, you're one of them ones. Ah, yeah, yeah, no, pineapple on... Listen, the sweet, it's the, uh, sweet and savoury is lovely. Well, do you know the amount of celebrities that don't like it? So there you go. Oh, you're no, the, you're no, unique, you're unique, yeah. Uh, what song would have you running to the dance floor? Oh, uh, like Maniac, I'd be up like... I'd yes! Up, definitely. Yeah. Yes, that's the song. Uh, who was your childhood hero growing up? Uh, childhood hero um, was probably Gene Mack. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Don't know. Can't okay, remember. can't remember. Not even like Superman or something. It could be Superman. I love Superman. Yeah, yeah. Didn't go. like Spider-Man. Hated him. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. Yeah, never liked Spider-Man. Superman all the way. Uh, if you could have dinner with anyone alive or dead, who would it be? Uh, I'd have to sit down with I'd love to sit down with my grandparents that I never met I know that's oh no that's really nice I'd love to sit down with folks folks yeah yeah and have the chats lovely yeah love to Uh, craziest thing a fan has ever said or done to you craziest thing a fan has ever said or done to you was stopped and asked instead of asking for a photo asked me to draw a watch on his wrist so he could prove to the lads that it would happen that it happened (laughs) put the time on it and everything and I did it and it was mental that is crazy I love that you are mad if today was your last day on earth, what would you do? I would, uh, I I would rob a bank. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely brilliant. Listen, McLean, thank you so, so much for joining us. Continued My success pleasure. with the Panto and with Fair City. It's been lovely chatting to you. Thanks, Sinead. You take care. Thanks a million. McLean Burke there, the Panto. It's been streamed. Olympiapanto.ie. That's where you'll get all your information. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 